Hello, 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 and welcome to The Heartfelt Clubhouse. I'm your host, The Baby BC, and I'm joined here today, I'm so happy to be joined here today, with Greg Oliva. Greg, feel free to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you. Sure, thanks so much for having me, it's truly a pleasure uh, to join you on this, uh, this important conversation, and um, yeah, I'm here with Movember. Movember is the leading charity dedicated to changing the face of men's health around the globe. I've been with the foundation for nearly three years, but um, a longtime advocate of uh, mental health and encouraging everyone, uh, not just men, to you know really be proactive about leading a healthy lifestyle. So um, really excited to have this conversation and just appreciative of, of all the great work that you're doing to, to start important conversations around our Yes. Well, thank you so much. Um, it has been a long journey for us to hop on this podcast. <laughs> Just because Movember, like you touched on, you guys are so big, so inspiring, lots of moving parts. What exactly with Movember um, are you in charge of? Yeah. So I sit as a member of the fundraising team. And um, that just really means working with all of our incredible MoBros and Mo Sisters across the United States, supporting them uh, on their journey to raise funds and awareness in support of men's health. Um, we have, you know, thousands of incredible community members all across the United States who participate in November in a variety of ways. Um, you know, we know here in the United States and, and globally, men's health is in crisis. Um, and men are dying too young, frankly. Um, and so November seeks to uh, you know, really empower men and particular young men to have important conversations and make change on not just a local, but on a global scale, taking on mental health and suicide prevention, prostate cancer and testicular cancer. These are three of the, the you know, the leading uh, causes uh, of death for men globally. And we want to reduce the number of men that are dying too young. So uh, I feel privileged to be in a position where every day I get to chat with amazing, uh, dedicated leaders in their own communities who recognize that this is a challenge that um, affects everyone, right? No matter who you are, uh, you've got a man in your life who's probably struggling with some form of physical or mental well-being. And November exists to create the space uh, where we can talk about those challenges um, and really focus on how we can prevent uh, and intervene early so that many of the challenges uh, we as men face with our health, don't reach a crisis point, and, and we can continue uh, to lead happy lives that are, you know, that are filled with love um, and uh, support. So um, yeah, that's just a little bit about my work. Yes. And, and I will say like, you guys do such an amazing job of being all encompassing and providing that safe space for people. Like for instance, you and I first connected probably about a year ago along with someone else. And it was, it was in the early stages of the Heartfelt Club. Like we hadn't launched anything. I was just doing my research and I stumbled upon your website and was blown away by all of your initiatives. And you guys were willing to hop on that Zoom call and kind of guide me in this journey. Um, so again, it's like full circle for me. Like, I'm so happy to have you on a podcast. This is going to be great. Um, with that being said, one key aspect of the Heartfelt Club and Movember is wanting to start this conversation young, yeah. right? Like get people comfortable. Um, why do you feel like that's such an important piece of destigmatizing 
men's health and men's mental health? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, when we look at the statistics behind men's health and specifically mental health in the US, four out of five suicides are men. Um, and suicide is the leading cause of death for men aged 18 to 34. Here in the United States, over 100 young men take their own lives every day. So let, you know, let that sink in the loss of life and of young lives every day um, is staggering to me. And I, you know, I've, like I mentioned, I've been with the foundation a number of years that continues to eat at me, you know, how there are so many young men out there that um, reach a point where they feel just entirely overwhelmed. And we know that by intervening and, and reaching these young men early in their lives, we can have a lasting impact. Um, and so we focus particularly on young men with the message that, and you'll hear, you're hearing this a lot more in today's culture than, than I think we ever have, but it's, it's okay to not be okay, right? And um, we provide a range of tools that allow men to take action by opening up um, that we have a notion here, talking saves lives. And I've seen that um, prove itself to be true time and again, uh, where, you know, conversations can be so powerful. Knowing the right question to ask, um, you know, we have, a, we have a model that informs a lot of the work that we do and, and um, you know, how we advocate men to, to take care of their own mental health. It's called the ALEC model. Uh, and asking is the A in that ALEC model. It stands for ask, listen, encourage action, and then check back in. And asking, right, is so important. What is the right question to ask? How can you be there as a first step um, for the men in your life? So, you know, when we look at young men, especially in the last couple of years with the amount of social isolation, excuse me, social, social isolation that um, so many of us have experienced, um, building social connections that are protective factors uh, against depression, anxiety, and, and even suicide. Um, you're seeing it uh, in, all, in all facets of, of American life and global life. Young men are struggling. And so um, we as an organization feel it's imperative to focus on reaching those young men early um, and in a way that is accessible um, and digestible so that it's not um, something they, they think about once, um, but mental health is an ongoing thing for each of us. Some days we feel better than others. We want to make sure that when you're not feeling your best, you feel empowered uh, and you feel as though you have the tools and the resources and the support to get through uh, challenging times. Yes. And uh, that was beautifully put, like very, very well said. I think you touched on some really key points, like one of which I will say anyone who watches this, go to Movember's website because it is endless. Like the resources you guys have, um, that ALEC model, I've actually as people reach out to me um, or reach out to the Heartfelt Club, we direct them to that model. Yeah. We direct them to those resources because it really is, you know, I think a lot of times it can be scary to initiate that conversation and, and scary to kind of acknowledge that maybe you're worried about someone in your life. Um, but just getting the ball rolling is as simple as, you know, really digging in on that how are you question or hey, I see you have a lot on your plate. How are you juggling everything? And then just kind of rolling from there. Um, 
I think that's a really good point to touch on. And then also, I know that you've been with Movember, you touched on like three years. Movember's been up and running for like, however many, like 20, I want to say, like just forever. Um, How have you seen like mental health kind of become more accepted? Because I feel like even since you touched on the social um, isolation that we all went through, I feel like that kind of was a catalyst for a lot of people to acknowledge their mental health. Yeah, absolutely. And you touched on so many great things there. So I'll do my, do my best to, to unpack everything. First, you know, talking about mental health, it's such a complex problem, right? Every individual has unique factors influencing them. Um, we know for men, in particular, there are situational stressors, um, and and you can you can point to a lot of them over the last two plus years that can combine with a you know what is more a, a traditional lack of social connection and, and increased isolation that can significantly increase the risk uh, of you know significant mental health health challenges and ultimately suicide. So there is this sort of notion that as men, as you as you alluded to, it's not acceptable to talk about when you're not feeling well. Um, that pertains to both our physical and mental well-being. Um, you know, there's so many studies that indicate women are far more likely to go to the doctor when they have when they have uh, a medical issue compared to men. And they, it's the exact same case when you look at um, mental health challenges. So the data is there. It backs it up that men don't seek out proactive support in the same way um, that a lot of women do. And so with that, what can we do? You know, and, and to your point, over the last couple of years, why has mental health taken such a, a prominent role in um, you know, the dialogue within this country and globally? And Movember originally started as a foundation that focused on prostate cancer. You were exactly right. We were founded in 2003, so we're in our 19th year. Now, uh, it was in Australia that we were originally founded, focused on prostate cancer, then expanded to more men's health cancers, testicular cancer. And within the last six, seven years, uh, we've really focused and shifted a lot of our priorities, um, not necessarily entirely away from the cancer space. We still do a, a great amount of work in uh, biomedical cancer research, um, online digital health tools, clinical registries. So that, that portfolio of support is still existing. But there's been a really strong shift into looking at men's health holistically um, because we know that they impact one another. Um, your mental health is so closely tied to your physical well-being. You can't look after one without the other. Um, and I think you're right that there has been an even greater focus on the mental well-being of everyone uh, because we've all it's been a collective experience of struggle. Um, it's such a uh, it's such a shared experience. Anybody you talk to over the last two years has had some some form of struggle with how they're feeling uh, emotionally. Um, and I think that you know for us, we feel like the best way to accomplish our mission of stopping men dying too young is to look at men's health through that holistic lens. Um, and that's why I think for us as a foundation, we've prioritized mental well-being and suicide prevention because 
it's just as much, if not more of a driving factor of enabling men to live happy, healthy, and long lives as any other factor out there, particularly for young men. So we know um, with our mission and what our focus is that we need to be in that space. And you've seen a number of great tools come out from November over the last couple of years. We've launched a great tool on how to, how to manage difficult conversations called November Conversations. Again, available through the website. There are tools for um, young men who have just become fathers. We know that that's a really critical point in men's lives or, oh my gosh, now I'm a dad and uh, it's challenging and there's a resource for those guys. Um, so we know that there's particular instances that we can focus on, but as a foundation, our approach is, all right, men's health is a holistic problem. We want to look at the whole man, their mental and their physical well-being. Yes, yes. I, I was going to say I saw that on your website, and I think that's such a cool thing to kind of state. And those new dads are going to just really appreciate that because yeah, it's yeah. building, then it's building that generation um, right away of talking about mental health and like having that open space for the next generation. Right. So that is super, super cool. I do have a statistic here I'm curious about your opinion on. So volunteering in the United States is substantially more common among women than men. According to a survey on average, 30% um, of women are more likely to volunteer than men. And I know in June, it is Men's Health Month. November is so big on that, you know, volunteering, doing those moments, hosting those moments. Um, how do you feel about this statistic? Have you kind of seen this in action? Uh, sorry, just clarify. Volunteering, you mean um, like volunteering for charitable work or? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, so that's my first time hearing that statistic. Um, I think, candidly, I am not surprised by that statistic. Um, again, this goes toward towards the notion of um, men typically laboring under this stereotype that it's not manly to seek help or to provide help. Um, you know, it's this sort of like notion that, all right, well, whatever's going on, like you got to tough it out. Hey, how are you doing? Good. I'm, I'm good. Um, that's the end of the conversation. Women in the same way, they're more engaged with their own health. I think it doesn't surprise me that they're more engaged uh, typically with helping, it, willing to step up and help others. That's something that we need to change. And I think that fits perfectly into the narrative that November is trying to shift, right? Where um, let's, let's not delay helping ourselves and helping others. Um, there needs to be a greater emphasis uh, and, and you'll see this through a lot of the key messaging that we push um, on taking that first step in action, uh, whether it's starting a conversation, whether it is signing up to volunteer at a local organization, um, asking a deeper question than, hey, how are you good? How are you good, right? Like that's all I think very much tied to the same toxic notion that it's not manly to you know, just to, to engage with your emotions and to admit when you need help and to be willing to offer help. Um, you know, they were in a similar way, you know, you cited the statistic, we conducted a study during the pandemic and it showed that um, a significant portion of men 
are unwilling to ask for help, but many more are willing to provide help. They just don't know how to do it, right? Yes. So there's clearly the gap where there's a bunch of guys out there screaming, saying, I really need support. I don't feel supported. There's a bunch of guys out there saying, oh, I want to support my friends. I don't know how to. So there's yeah. the gap, right? And how do we empower everybody to, to fill that need and to support one another? Um, so thank you for sharing that. Um, I wish I was more surprised than I am. And I just think it goes to say that there's still a lot of really important work that we need to do. Yes, yes, completely. And, and I totally agree. I think, I think we as a whole, like society as a whole, we do want to help and like everyone wants to feel seen and heard. Um, it's just not having those tools and human beings kind of being afraid of the unknown. So as we have, you know, amazing charities and foundations like Movember, as Heartfelt continues to grow, resources, like you said, are becoming more accessible. So knowledge is power. I think this is a great time to do our calls to action. Um, I will go first. So so my call to action, if you haven't, go ahead and hop over to Movember. I will drop the link. Um, it will all be hyperlinked. Check it out and get a little bit, get a little bit more power, get a little bit more knowledge. Check out that talking um, Alec uh, model. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Okay. Check out the model and see if you can apply it to a friend in need or just see if you can test it out. Give it a dry run, see how it feels. Um, if there's any discomfort, feel free to DM us at the Heartfelt Club and we'll hopefully try and answer those questions. Otherwise, we can always provide you those resources. Oh, I love that. That's per I mean, that's, that's exactly the type of action we want people to take, right? Um, on our end, so November's goals, we want men to live longer, happier, and healthier lives. On average, men are dying nearly seven years earlier than women, largely for preventable reasons. So how do we change that? How do we encourage men to step up and take control of their health? So on November, we are best known for our annual campaign uh, where we grow, encourage men to grow mustaches uh, and use those mustaches as a walking billboard to raise funds and awareness around the critical key areas uh, of men's health that we focus on. You do not have to be follically gifted in order to participate. You certainly can grow your mustache, but if you head over to Movember.com, you can sign up to participate. Uh, and participating essentially means that you wanna be part of the solution, whether it's raising money, whether it's raising uh, awareness, um, starting those conversations that we've talked about, all of that is a critical, critical piece to ultimately solving and, and being a part of the solution around why men are dying so young here in this country. Uh, so you can grow a mustache. We have a great challenge that a lot of our community members take uh, throughout the year, and it's our move challenge. We encourage men and women to walk, run, bike, uh, however you like to get out and move around 60 miles during the course of a month. Those 60 miles are representative of the 60 men who take their own lives every hour around the world. Globally, man is taking his life every minute around the world. So you and I have been chatting here uh, for, you know, close to 20 minutes. That's 20 lives lost to suicide, 20 male lives. So take that move challenge. Uh, again, we've talked about the importance of your physical and mental well-being and how they're so closely connected. 
Uh, I take the move challenge every, every November with my mustache. It feels good to get out and move around and you're moving for a mission. Um, the other way a lot of folks participate is by hosting a fun virtual or in-person event. Um, we've seen the popularity of virtual events uh, you know, rise significantly over the last couple of years, but actually getting together, uh, as, assuming that it's safe physically with your friends is good for you. I love providing this piece of advice and encouraging people to take action. Hanging out with people who make you feel good is actually scientifically good for you. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't just feel good, it is healthy. So remember that when you are feeling down, um, social connections are a powerful tool against depression and anxiety. So those events can be fundraising events. Uh, they can be events that are just designed to foster social connection. Whatever it is, getting people together and leaning into that feeling is incredibly important. Um, regardless of how you want to participate in November, whether it is signing up, whether it is growing your mustache, whether it's donating, or whether it is, uh, to your point, just leveraging some of our tools to have conversation. Um, there's a great exercise that I, I like to, to facilitate with folks where first you think of a couple of individuals that have really supported and empowered you. You write them down and you think of, you know, the great actions and, and supportive messages that they've provided you. You reflect on that. And then you think about two or three individuals that you've done the same for, that you feel like, oh, I, I feel good about reaching out to my uncle or reaching out to my buddy from college who I haven't seen. And I, I knew that they were struggling and it, it, it made a difference. I, I could tell that it made a difference in their well-being and that's something I'm proud of. You think about that. And then the third bucket is the most important. You think about someone in your life that might need help and hasn't asked for it because we know it's hard to ask for help. I grew up in a family of psychologists and I still was nervous about asking for help. Uh, it's a natural human condition. We want to be strong. Uh, we want to hold things in. So think about someone in your life that you should connect with, that it's been too long and everybody's got someone, especially given the challenges that COVID-19 has presented in terms of getting together. There is someone in everyone's life who you're overdue to reconnect with. And they, there's someone in your life who needs to be connected with, right? We know that these issues are very prevalent. So think about that. And if there's, an, there's a key takeaway that I would encourage folks to, to, to take and, and to act upon, it's reach out to that person and have a conversation with them um, because you have no idea how powerful that might be and how necessary it might be for their own well-being. Um, so I think I just went through the entire Movember remit with you. So uh, there's a lot, again, there's a lot to, to, to dig into there, but ultimately it's all about fostering connections. Uh, and Movember is a grassroots organization at its core. And we're made up of, you know, we're only as powerful as every individual who, who takes action. Yes, yes. And I will say that I participate um, every June in that, um, I'm sorry, what is it called? To get moving? Oh, the move challenge. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Uh, I participate every June in that move challenge. I do it without a mustache, but I mm -hmm. still do it. Um, and it's it's great. It's it's a really good way to, you know, get your day going and kind of recenter and refocus on your own mental health and supporting an amazing cause. Now I'm kicking myself for not asking you this. Yes. But how are you today? 
Oh, well, that's, I appreciate that question. You know, I, I'm doing well. I think, you know, this week has been an emotional week, I think, for, for our country. Um, you know, with the tragedy that's unfolded in Texas, I think it's hard to not, it's hard to move past that so quickly. Um, I have been processing, as I know a lot of folks have been, um, and that's been sitting heavy with me. Um, I, I don't really think I have the appropriate words to describe exactly how I'm feeling. Um, but I know that there's gotta be, there's gotta be change. Uh, you know, the violence in this country is something that we can't tolerate. We can't throw numb to, um, and we've got to make a difference about it. So that's where my mind's been at. Uh, most of this week, uh, my wife and I have had some really emotional conversations about it, uh, as, as I know a lot of families have, um, especially families with young children. Um, so that's, you know, November wants to be a part of the solution uh, in that space as well. Uh, you know, we know a lot of these uh, school shootings are conducted and, and carried out by young men. That's what, the, that's what the statistics show, right? And so that's our demographic that we're trying to reach. Obviously, there's a piece of this that is uh, related to legislation, but there is a piece of this that is related to reaching uh, young men who might be struggling. And so November has a part to play in that. We're committed to doing that. Um, I feel proud to be at an organization that is committed to doing that. Uh, but to answer your question, I think it's been a, a challenging week for myself and for a lot, a lot of individuals throughout this country, because um, it's yeah. it's something that the human brain, I think, really struggles to comprehend and and understand. So um, that's where that's where I've been at. How are you? Yes, I'm. I'm actually very um, thankful that you touched on that because same, you know, that heaviness is. Uh, I just started a new job as well, and. A lot of the women in the office do have children, so we've been having those discussions of, of the same kind of caliber as you. Um, overall, I would say I'm okay. It's just that processing. My form of processing is journaling, so I've been doing a lot of journaling, and I'm stepping into therapy again um, next week, which I'm stoked about. Oh, I'm so excited, um, but overall, I would say I am probably like a six or seven out of 10, just with regard to the heaviness as well. Yeah. Um, and again, very, very thankful to have you on this podcast. Movember is an all-encompassing like charity. You guys are so impressive. Keep fighting the good fight. I know it's like, you're gonna be faced with such hard days and, and times when you things like this occur and, and it can look bleak, but you are ca the catalyst for so many other things. You are the catalyst for the Heartfelt Club. Um, and you're touching so many more lives than you can probably even fathom, even though you probably have some awareness of the amount of people you touch through through November. So again, thank you so much for joining us in the Heartfelt Clubhouse. It truly is an honor. Um, I'm stoked for this upcoming June and getting my run in every day. So thank you for providing me that space and joining us in the Clubhouse.
Oh, of course. And thank you for, you know, in the Heartfelt Club for being an advocate for change, for, um, for really putting yourself out there as someone who is, a, a, is passionate about the issues that we've discussed today. Um, it's, you know, it's because of people like you that Movember exists. Um, we are only able to, you know, fund the programs that we do and launch the promotional campaigns that we run because of the hundreds of thousands of people globally who know just how important it is uh, to advocate on behalf of men's health. Um, and so I just want to thank you for creating this space for me, for allowing me to share, um, for creating a safe space um, to be vulnerable. Um, I think that's such an important piece of all these conversations we encourage people to have. Um, and you know, as we as we close, encourage you to continue having those important conversations. Um, don't put them off. Um, asking is always the first step in being there for someone. Um, so the questions that you've posed throughout our conversation today are incredibly powerful to me. Um, there is a physical feeling I get after every conversation like this, you know, that is uh, empowering. Um, and I just want to thank you for that. Um, and as we, you know, we move into Men's Health Awareness Month and then closer and closer to mustache season, um, you know, November will continue to be here uh, to support all the incredible men in our lives. And uh, it's a privilege for me to be able to be a part of it. So thank you. Yes, thank you so much. It makes me feel so good. Now everyone go out there and be more heartfelt. Woo! <laughs>